This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is June the 4th. 2020 strong hand long-term thinking bitcoin is next bitcoin golden 820 oh yeah unconfiscatable compete don't complain oh we're going to talk about that you're home for bitcoin insider information i'm offended by selling one bitcoin equals one bitcoin all right dudes hello my elite friends i'm trying to show you this shirt you've seen it before but i haven't worn it for a while it's it's just a, a b made up by a lot of ones and zeros the bitcoin symbol with the, like a dollar Bitcoin. Okay. Anyway, um, my 120 hour fast is done. More on that on Saturday's Beyond Bitcoin show. Oh yeah. I'm on fire, baby. Uh, tomorrow, this week in Bitcoin is at 5.15 PM. Christian will be on. I don't know who else will be on. We're, we're, we're working on things. I'm in motion. You never know. You never know what's going to go on. So I think a lot of you have noticed that all sorts of corporations and entities are emailing you they want to. They want a virtue signal. They want. They want to show they're not bad guys. They want. They want to show that they like everyone, and that uh, you know there, there might be bad stuff going on outside. Uh, don't don't burn us down. Uh, but we like you. Uh, and so that you know they want to fit in and you know, don't burn us down. Uh, we we will say anything. Uh, but Bitcoin doesn't issue a statement against racial bias and violent abuse. You know um, the Baltimore Orioles did. The Baltimore Orioles issued a statement against racial bias and violent abuse. Well, why do the Baltimore Orioles even have to do that? I mean, why do any of these companies have to? Well, it's, it's virtue signaling, okay? It's, it's, it's being part of the machine, uh, about fitting in, being part of the 80%, just being part of the herd. Just, it, it, and it's based around fear. You know, I don't want to be canceled, so I'm doing this. Uh, I'm making sure I'm not going to be. Uh, I'm doing this in, in advance to make sure I'm not going to get canceled. I'm going to say, uh, state the obvious that you're against racial violent bi bi bias and violent abuse. Why do people even need to say that? Of course, of course, no, no one's for racial uh, bias and violent abuse. I mean, okay, no one rational is. All right. Uh, so if if you're if you're a corporation, why do you have to go say it? I mean, maybe some people say it because they really are for it. I don't know. Uh, but Bitcoin, we don't have that here. It's awesome. Now there's there are plenty of Bitcoiners out there that are uh, saying, "Oh, yeah, Bitcoin will solve the problems of uh, of the guy in Minnesota." What I forgot his name already. I mean, I, I'm sorry, I forgot his name, uh, George. Um, and I mean, I, I take it care of myself. I mean, I'm too, I'm in motion with my life. I don't like, you know, I know what happened in Minnesota. It was just terrible, but I don't know. I forgot the guy's name. But uh, so anyway anyway the point the point is is that that's part of the reason i love bitcoin um you, you you can be above the fray here i'm in the bitcoin overlay no one can take your bitcoin away uh and bitcoin there's no centralized authority in bitcoin that says that has to make sure everybody likes bitcoin okay there there could be there are some creeps in bitcoin but that's life that's like that's the free market dudes um be a grown-up be able to deal with the creeps in in the world and uh, yeah, anyway, good good for Bitcoin. I'm glad I didn't, uh, there was no Bitcoin. <laughs> but but I, yes, there are plenty of dudes in Bitcoin who are who are just saying Bitcoin will solve a racial injustice. Okay, whatever, okay. And, and then they start talking about income inequality. Bitcoin people start, Bitcoin people are scared of the virus. Bitcoin people talk about income inequality. B B Bitcoin people uh, talk about we should kneel down to other races. 
and, and stuff. I mean, hey, that's their prerogative or whatever. I think it's nonsense, okay? You don't kneel to anyone. No, no, no you don't kneel to anyone. Kneel to anybody that kneel to Zod. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that on Saturday show. Now, now we're getting into this uh, uh, current event type of thing. Uh, so, yeah, good. It's no virtue sing. Bitcoin does not need the virtue signal. It can't virtue signal. It's just numbers. There's no emotion here. That's the point. That's the point I'm getting at. Okay. Now, Dan Papiero, he, he's got to on his uh, follow him on Twitter. He can be really good, especially for some of you golden holders too, because he comes from that tradition. And he's got three good tweets out there today. I'm going to talk about one right now. Uh, and even if this is partially true, just a little true, it's really good for Bitcoin. Beginning of the end for government bonds as a functioning productive asset class. Traditional 60-40 portfolios will need to find a new defensive uh, asset to replace portion of the 40%. And what he's talking about here is 90% of advanced economy government bonds trade yields lower than 1%. Now, I, the stats are true. Yeah, that, that, that sounds pretty darn bad. Why would you want to be, I've said this for a while, why do you want to be in, involved with bonds if 90% of the uh, major economies, uh, bonds, the, the big economies, the good, the good ones, the good ones, I don't want to say good, um, if, if you know it's lower than 1%, the yield. Why, why would you want to be involved with anything like that? But so many people in traditional finance, wherever, they buy they buy into the narrative, must have bonds, must have 40% bond allocation, must keep on getting bonds, buying bonds, even if they go negative. They don't even know why they're doing it anymore. Just like people need the virtue signal, just like people need to fit in. It's fitting in. Buying bonds is fitting in. But I will tell you, um, I mean- People do what the government tells them. People, the government said, go hide in your houses. They hid in their houses, okay? So the government says, go buy bonds. I'm sure all these people that have bought bonds for years and years and years will continue to do it even when your bond is paying you 0.1% or, or God forbid, negative 5%. They're going to they're gonna still do it. But they're, they're, it, it's insane. I mean, it's, it's insane how low they are. And so, so, so his point, I'm not saying uh, the beginning of the end for government bonds as a functioning uh, productive asset class, I think they well, productive at okay, they'll still be an at, they'll still be around. How about that? They will definitely still be around, but clearly less people will buy them. And that traditional allocation, the 60, 40 percent thing, well, the, it's going to have they're going to have to be replaced by something. They're going to in, in people's allocations. Once people realize these government bonds are a joke, even just a small percentage of people, because I, I think it only will be a small percentage of people because people are 80%, as I just said, everything I just said. Um, <laughs> Bitcoin will have to uh, take this place, perhaps. Some of, some of that money, and there's a lot of darn money all over this world in all sorts of government bonds, European ones, uh, United States ones, I almost said Baltimore ones. <laughs> Pound that like button for Adam Bessinger. So, yes. I, I like uh, I like that tweet. It inspired me. It made me think. Uh, Bondholders are going to do what they're going to do. Uh, welcome, welcome to Uncle Adam's cabin, by the way. Here, now, uh, that and thank you for the person who sent me 0.5 percent of a Bitcoin the other day. My uh, my addresses are below. If you if you like contributing that way, I, I love people not giving me money and instead retweeting this and tweeting out 
and just follow me on at TechBot on Twitter, doing the Twitter thing. That is the epicenter of the Bitcoin Meister uh, universe. Because again, my channels can always disappear and, and they do sometimes. You'll always be able to find me over there at Twitter. Well, who knows about always, but it's a good place to get all sorts of information. I can't give you all the information on this uh, show. I'm, I'm tweeting stuff all day long. All right. And yesterday, what's yesterday's show? It was like very fast. I was falling asleep because I just drove down from Baltimore to uh, Asheville, North Carolina, where I am right now, where I'll be till July 15th. And I'll, I'll talk more about my drive on Saturday's Beyond Bitcoin show. There was a lot I learned. It, it's good. I, 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 liked, I liked renting for enterprise. It ended up very nice. But yesterday's show, and I'm going to get to the questions in a second. You guys ask questions that are in the chat. Thank you very much for asking questions. I'll get there in a second. Uh, I see stuff over there, at least in the corner of my eye. Uh, I, yesterday's show was very fast, very 13 minutes or something. So watch it, play it at 2x. But I, I mentioned the masses again, the 80 percenters, whatever you want to call them. And that one day they will think of in 2030, by 2030, the, the way they talk about CEOs today, their jealousy and hatred of CEOs and thinking that CEOs are stupid and they just got lucky and they don't know what, and they're just pushing papers around. That's the same view they'll have toward Bitcoin, the same emotions, the same, they'll emote the same things toward Bitcoin as they do toward uh, CEOs today. So I, I said that on yesterday's show. I thought that was a good point. I wanted to repeat it again. Okay. So what do we have here? Oh. Greetings from Malibu. All right. No, I thought I saw questions there. All right. Guess there weren't. All right. Continue, continuing on. Uh, you know, Cass8, you asked how much Bitcoin would you need to be comfortable quitting your day job today? But as I don't, I guess you're not asking me that question because I don't have a day job. I mean, I, I quit my, I've worked for myself for years and years and years and years now. Uh, but I mean, it depends on the person again. It depends on a person. You quit when you have enough to retire. I mean, that, that, or, or that that's one way of looking at it. Or you, you, you quit when you're, I would quit my day job. You, well, I did quit. I quit my day job long before Bitcoin. This is a bigger conversation, dude. People should quit their day jobs when they're read, they're confident that they can make money on their own, when they don't need to fit into the world anymore of the the corporate world. Uh, I, I think I think that's the first step is financial freedom. Stop spending on nonsense uh, and, and quit your uh, and, and quit that regular uh, corporate job that you have. All right, but so there's no there's no exact number of Bitcoin you can have. It can, I mean, you, it, it depends on every person. It, it depends on your spending habits. All right. So let's go back to the, uh, but one Bitcoin aim for that. You got, you got it before, before you retire. How about this? Before you retire, uh, you need to at least have one Bitcoin. So that's the name of the show. Get that one Bitcoin, get that one Bitcoin. And who knows, you know, watch my show from a few uh, days ago where I was talking about people predicting, uh, 2021, uh, six digit round for 2021, how there is some, it's not just clickbait. It, there is some logic behind it. The show was what, two, three days ago. I forgot now I've been jumping around this planet so much. Things are calming down after this week in Bitcoin tomorrow. It's, I'm going to be a lot. It'll be, I'm already more relaxed that I've said I'm settled in here, but I'll be like, Laid back, as laid back as Adam Meister can be. Pal, Matt, light fun. All right, it'll be a good weekend. Good weekend coming up. 
Uh, I can catch up on the Ben Shapiro videos. He was angry on Monday. That was, it was a good one. He was cursing about these riots. Nonsense. Okay, let's, uh, let's move on. It's, he's not nonsense. The riots are nonsense. Riots are always nonsense. So we got an article about, uh, from Cointelegraph. A guy, uh, what's this say? Oh, yeah, here we go. He says, renowned researcher, or Peitoshi researcher uh, Satoshi won't use his coins ever. Renowned researcher believes that Satoshi Nakamoto was altruistic and thus will never spend his 1.1 million Bitcoins making it the fairest asset. Okay. That, so you're, you're saying that he's not spending his 1.1 million Bitcoin because he's altruistic. He wants, to, he wants to get back to the community. He wants to make it fair. How about this take? Here's my take on it. Um, he's got other coins and he's done the math. He's got more than 1.1 million. And maybe some of that 1.1 million isn't even his, who knows? But um, he's got more than 1.1 million and he's done the calculus or, well, here, there's two, there's two options. He's dead. So yeah, he's never, if he's alive, how about this? If he's alive, he's done the, he's done the math and he says, well, if I, if I got rid of these 1.1 million coins, it would like destroy Bitcoin. And thus I wouldn't get as much back from selling them as I would by not selling them. And then my secret stash going up in value. Maybe that's part of it, or maybe he's just dead. But I wouldn't attribute altruism to it necessary, necessarily. I don't, I don't know if he was an altruist. He might have been a, looking, a, re a realist. He was an individual. He was an individual. So if he is alive, he's done some math that he knows that this is best for him. That is, that, that's, I, I've got that take on it. That, that's my take of him. He was an individual, and you as an individual, you should care about yourself, Okay. You shouldn't starve yourself so somebody that you don't know can eat, okay? You, you, so, but uh, anyway, what he has done, if he is alive and not selling those 1.1 million coins or moving those 1.1, doing anything with those coins, it's best for him and it's best for the community. That's the way I'm looking at it. So it's just coincidental that it happens to be best for everybody else. Now, I, I, don't, think he's, I, don't, I don't think he's an altruist. So that, that's just my take on it. That's my take. And you can interpret it anyway. Most likely he's dead. Anyway, so uh, check out techvault.com again for all this week in Bitcoin shows, uh, disruptmeister.com, all my other shows. Respect the money. Uh, fitting in is overrated. So Zach Vol over at Coindesk. When I scan Coindesk, I see a Zach Vol article. That's what I read because he's legit. The other people, uh, nah. Zach, too legit to quit. Hey, hey. All right, now, the big... <laughs> He does have an article out there today, and the biggest takeaway I have from it, well, first of all, it's about off-chain Bitcoin, basically Bitcoin IOUs. I mean, that's that's another way of saying it. Uh, you've got it when, when, bit, when the Bitcoin is off-chain, you've got to trust a third party, but we're not going to get into that right now. In his article talking about um, that Ethereum has become Bitcoin's top off-chain destination. That's the name of it. Of course, it's a little controversial name. Uh, it's the most important takeaway from this, because a lot of people love to talk about, well, is, does a Lightning Network have more off-chain Bitcoin? Does Ethereum, oh, off-chain Bitcoin? It's important to note 
the total amount of Bitcoin held off the Bitcoin blockchain by both Ethereum and Bitcoin-based protocols is tiny. Only 8,285 Bitcoin worth $79 million as of Wednesday um, relative to the 18.4 million Bitcoin issued since 2009. Yeah, so think about that, people. People who get worked up about this off-chain Bitcoin stuff, and it will grow over time, all right? But which... which who, who, which has more off-chain Bitcoin? Which off-chain Bitcoin uh, is better? Um, 8,285 Bitcoin compared to 18.4 million uh, total Bitcoin uh, ever produced. So, uh, but there is one guy. So these Ethereum people, though, they like it. Uh, recent growth in tokenized Bitcoin on Ethereum is only the beginning, said Jack Purdy, a decentralized finance analyst at Masari. Okay, let, let people compete, let people experiment. I'm not into this tokenized Bitcoin on Ethereum. I, I'll, I'll just, I'll tell you right that right now. I wouldn't like play around with that. Yeah, here's an IOU for some Bitcoin on Ethereum. Now I want the real thing no matter what. Pound that like button. Back to Dan Tapiero. He does not fear the Bitcoin Inquisition. I will tell you that. This is what he, this is what he shared. Chart of Ethereum on the verge of an explosive up move. Are there any upcoming potential catalysts? Uh, move up through 300 projects to 500 minimum in the coming 6 to 12 months. Any strong views out there? Well, dude, um, obviously the DeFi stuff and the uh, Ethereum 2.0 stuff, I've been uh, – these, these buzzwords that people say are going to – I mean, there are a lot of people – Udi, the Udi take, the Udi school on Ethereum is that it's, you know, going down the tubes. I've always said that these buzzwords will pump it up again. So there's your potential catalyst right there. Uh, I'm not a chart reader there, Dan, uh, but I, I've been saying for a while, Ethereum is not dead. There are plenty of people out there that love it. And hey, they can do what they want to do. This is where the big boys play. You can play with your Ethereum, you can play with your Bitcoin, et cetera. But Dan Tapiero... Never forget, Bitcoin is the security truth machine. And Ethereum, I don't know what that is. It's uh, Ethereum is the next Ethereum. That's what it is. But so in the traditional finance markets, in the traditional finance-minded people out there, they know about Ethereum also. They, they know about Bitcoin also. And here's a sign, a very good sign for Bitcoin and Ethereum too, and cryptocurrency as a whole, a whole, Okay. Uh, and that some people just are so into their traditional finance ways that they blindly buy something. They don't even really know what it is, and they pay way too much just because it's the tra tra traditional way they bought things. They've always bought things through funds. I can't, I can't, I don't want to learn how to hold Bitcoin. I don't want to learn how to hold Ethereum. I have no interest in that, these people are saying. They don't want to send it back and forth. They only see, when they, they've heard about cryptocurrency, they only see it totally as just something that's like stocks and bonds that you invest in, that you, you pay a third party to, to hold for you, all right? That they're fees in. They just see it that way. They don't – because, you know, with stocks and bonds, you don't send them back and forth to people. They don't want to learn that. So if you don't – so all you guys out there who think, oh, I'm not special because I, I know how to send Bitcoin. I know how to store it at a Trezor. No, dude. You've got a skill for the 2020s because read, read this here. This article – and Dan Tapiero was the one who informed me of this 
on his uh, fee on his fee. Here we go. Grayscale's Ethereum Trust trades at a 725% premium, implying a $230 billion Ethereum market cap. So, the, and, and I do understand that the people who buy GBTC, which is the Bitcoin uh, trust uh, that, that Barry Silver does, and the Ethereum trust is this one. It's E, it's ETH E, it's ETH E is the symbol. I put that in the uh, title. Uh, but recently, just the last few days, ETH E went through the roof, P partially because I guess a lot of people in the traditional world are starting to hear these rumors that Ethereum is going up, et cetera, et cetera. So instead of buying the real thing, they buy into the silly fund, which again, you can access in your 401k, in your retirement fund, whatever. But uh, dudes, when what they're buying by giving that money and saying, I want to buy this thing, they are implying that Ethereum's market cap is bigger than Bitcoin's, that Ethereum is really worth more than Bitcoin. They don't even know they're doing that. 725% premium. All right. Now, moving on. It's, uh, let, me, let me go check over here. All right. Something is whack over there, but anyway, yes, John, good to see you. John, this good to see you also. I don't know where, where have you been, dude? I've been, I've been here. Oh, he's talking to Barry. <laughs> there was John in, in the notes, in the comments on one of my videos. You said it was good to see me lately. Um, but yeah, of course it's Barry. Barry, did you see me wearing your shirt uh, two nights ago? On Tuesday night, I was wearing your shirt, dude. When I was in Baltimore. All right, let's, let's continue on with the show. Got to go to sleep soon. Almost done. Now, in uh, there's something. This dude, I don't know who's behind the words Bitcoin Journal, but he's in motion. And if you've got some time to read, I don't, right this second. Uh, 16 entries, 147-minute read. It's, so I know a lot of people like to read Bitcoin articles, Bitcoin or longer articles. This guy's got the words Bitcoin Journal, May 2020, link to below. Uh, if you also, another thing you want to read, Aaron Von Weirdum, uh, he, uh, Bitcoin Magazine, Bitcoin Core 0.20.0 released. What's new? Where's my uh, tissue here? I got to cover my nose here. Oh, God. Sorry, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Something in the air here, North Carolina. Uh, all right. Now, and finally, oh, the Europeans, the, some European law enforcement agency says that uh, Wasabi, they're, they're interested in Wasabi because they actually say it does what it's supposed to do. So I guess it's good, an endorsement of Wasabi. All right. Finally, <laughs> finally, wait, someone said something here. Um, well, I want to say Bitcoin can't be looted and there is no curfew in Bitcoin. Remember that. All right. Floyd Mayweather. Oh, the guy's last name was Floyd. So I, I always forget that. Uh, Floyd May Mayweather says Adam's old channel got banned. Uh, <laughs> I can't say that, but it's a funny joke you said. I kept on mentioning, uh, 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 I kept on making rough references to strong hand and, uh, the, the YouTube censors thought I was talking about something disgusting this Floyd is joking about. But I wasn't. Str guys, have a, a strong hand with your Bitcoin. 
Now, if you, if you don't have a lady and there's nothing wrong with not having a lady, um, I guess you can have a strong hand down there also, but, uh, I doubt this video will be taken down, right? All right, we can be we can make jokes here because yeah, I can't get canceled. It's awesome. Uh, yes, yeah, so you can see the shirt better now, right? It's cool. I've uh, worn it a few times. Now it's on the trip with me, so it's going to go through the cycle. Links to below where you can get shirts like this. All right, dudes. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember, subscribe to this channel, uh, this backup channel. Pound that like button, bang the bell button, and tomorrow five fifteen. Like the Who song, 5.15 New York time. Uh, this Week in Bitcoin will be on live, baby. So see you tomorrow. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye.